Hey y'all, welcome to the Mental Health Moments with Monique podcast. I'm your host, Monique Johnson. I am a licensed clinical professional counselor, a nationally certified counselor, and a child and adolescent trauma professional. I am located in the suburbs of Chicago, where I work in private practice, serving children, adolescents, adults, and families. To get more information on me and my mental health resources, visit my website at www.mentalhealthmomentswithmonique.com. And be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Mental Health Moments with Monique. This podcast is a safe space where I connect with different members of the community and allow them to share their experiences and perceptions on mental health. We sit and discuss the stigma of mental health, as well as their journey to learn and understand their own emotional well-being. They have taken on the mission to educate, advocate, and help others become aware of the mental health concerns in our communities. Take a moment to listen to their stories. y'all thank you for joining me on the mental health moments with monique podcast for episode number seven self-esteem and self-confidence joining me today we have my good friend and sister jenna dukes jenna identifies as an african-american female who has worked as a math teacher for nine years but recently transitioned and now she's a worship director at a local church she's pretty dope y'all she is a songwriter a singer an author and more she has so many talents and she is here to chat with us today thank you so much for being so willing to share and for taking on the mission to educate advocate and make others become aware of mental health. So how are you doing this week? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Of course. Thank you for coming. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to come sit with us. I truly do appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. So I'm just going to get right in. Um, I asked all of my guests on my podcast this question. You know, we start off talking about mental health and things like that. So when you hear mental health, what do you think of? When I hear mental health, I think of your emotions, yeah, right? Yeah. Your your mind, your soul, like mm-hmm. all of it. Like how do you think? What are you dealing with inside? Yeah. That's kind of what I think about. Yeah, <laughs> like your internal self mm-hmm. and like you know what you're experiencing, what you're feeling. Yeah. That's really, mm-hmm. really awesome. Okay. So was mental health something that was like discussed in your household growing up? What was that kind of like for you? Not really. Yeah. Like we in our household, my mom was a single mom for yeah. a long time because our father passed away when we were young and yeah. so my mom, for me, for me, she always was like, okay, Jana, get over it. Keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, <laughs> like, it was like learn to like push forward. And yeah. like, my mom's a fighter. And so she really um, is just like a joyous person. She but is. she like, she didn't really like in front of us show yeah. her emotions. Her pain. You know? And so mm-hmm. we never really talked about counseling or anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But um, we never 
felt like it was a bad thing. You just yeah. never went to therapy or mm-hmm. anything. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of a bit of a norm of yeah. just like, oh, that's mm-hmm. just not something we do, and it's not a bad yeah. thing, but yeah. we just didn't participate in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get that. I think that happens to a lot of people, too. They're mm-hmm. just kind of like, oh, it's not something we didn't try, something yeah. we didn't talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think that mental health is important and something that should be discussed in households and with families? Yes, I really do. I mean, in education, like you see a lot of benefits from having social workers and counselors in your schools. Mm -hmm. And then also, like, even as a teacher, like, you're able to really talk to the kids and just encourage them to either go get counseling and you kind of partner with Mm -hmm. the counselors and social workers to be able to help the students. And so Mm -hmm. for me, I think it's so good to be able to talk about where you are so that you can be able to get the help you need. And just get to your next level and mm-hmm. just really be able to just get better. Yeah. And whatever yeah. you're dealing with, just move forward. And right. so I think that it's it's major yes. to really discuss that because mm-hmm. when you are mentally healthy, mm-hmm. it's so freeing. Yeah. And so I yeah. feel like it's so so very very important yes yes definitely and I know as a teacher you wear so many hats mm-hmm. like yes you have this team of social services that support you with counselors and social workers too but when you're in the classroom you become that therapist for that yes. child yes, yes, yes. so you feel like you had some of those experiences where you may have wore a hat that is mm-hmm. similar to you know addressing someone's mental health in the classroom mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Just being able to sit with your kids, like yeah. at lunchtime, if you if they want to come sit with you during lunch, and, yep. they, and they just talk to you about what's going on yeah. in their lives, and you're like, okay, <laughs> you're like the dating coach. I, yep. I taught middle school, so you know, at that time, girls and boys were like each other, yep. so mm-hmm. you're the Crushes. dating coach, you are the counselor trying to solve conflict, yep. people are into it, and yep. like learning to like listen to them yeah. and really hear them. Um, and being able to make sure they feel heard, but mm-hmm. also be able to like guide them in a way so that they can make good choices and yeah. really resolve the things that they're dealing with. Right, yeah. It's major. It's yeah. like, whew, maybe I should have went to school to be a counselor. Like, okay. <laughs> I feel like that's like the biggest, one of the biggest parts of teaching is yeah. like you teach, but you also counsel. Like yes. you are definitely both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's awesome. I'm glad that you were there for those kiddos because yeah. they needed you and you were able to wear those hats. So that's awesome. Can you share with me your thoughts surrounding the stigma of mental health, right? You wore these hats, you're in these systems. Like, what are your thoughts about the stigma of mental health? So I think it depends on the culture. Because for some people, you don't want to show your emotions. Yeah. Like, you don't want people to see that you're vulnerable or that mm-hmm. you're broken or that you're really dealing with a lot of pain. Yeah. Um, you yep. want to like put on a face that everything is okay yep. because that's how it's supposed to be. Right. And yeah. so for some people it's hard to be able to say that like something is wrong. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. you don't want to feel like mm-hmm. you're a problem or yep. something's wrong mm-hmm. with you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then for other people, they're all emotions. Yeah. And so they're like they like vomit. Word vomit. Everything <laughs> on people, you know? Yep. So it's like it kind of depends. Yeah. Like yeah. I think in education, just being in there, you you see different cultures and you see how different cultures handle different situations like there's so many we had refugees the past school that I worked at like Mm -hmm. um we had refugees there and like those kids are so strong but they went through so much yes and you would never even know it based Mm -hmm. on how they act they're some of the most well-behaved kids very resilient very quiet Mm -hmm. but very resilient yeah and it's like I didn't even know they went through that but but it's like so you just kind of you have to see like the different 
how people react. Like some kids yeah. are really bad, but they're really bad because they go through a lot of stuff. Yes, it's <laughs> like, like what's yeah, happening like, to you? <laughs> you just never know, like who, how people express their pain. And yeah. So I yeah. think it just depends. Like that's mm-hmm. the thing. It's like people are like. It's just, it's different. Yeah, you never yeah. know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Depending on their culture, their mm-hmm. background, their family life, their home, yep. what's normalized in their home, what they've learned, it kind of yes. depends. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, I definitely do hear that. So it wasn't talked about when you were younger. <laughs> How was it introduced to you? How was mental health introduced to you? You know, um, I feel like, how was it introduced to me? I just think that I just started to be around a lot more counselors. Yeah. Like going to actually in grade school like yeah. going to I went to St. Mary's it's mm-hmm. a Catholic school mm-hmm. in middle school yeah and there was a counselor named Jana oh Isn't man that so funny? <laughs> <laughs> and so we had the same name and so I used to love like yeah. going to see her because we had, we would have a, a group a small group of girls yeah like really the eighth graders and seventh graders would come together mm-hmm and we would meet with her and just talk to mm-hmm, her. And it was like mm-hmm. a small school. So we could talk in the library yeah. like one time a week. Okay. And it was so much fun to be able to spend that time with her. Yeah. And so that's kind of when I started to like understand mm-hmm. like what counseling was and what mm-hmm. it looked like. Yes. And I just loved it. Like it was just a great place to be able to learn and connect and yeah. like discover what I wanted to do, who I was, yeah. my gifts, all that yeah. stuff. And so it was really cool. And so I think that was the beginning of it. Okay. But then, um, you know, going to college, yep. then a lot of my friends were like in school for psychology. Yes. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so you learn more with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after, you know, in life, I just, you know, had moments where I was like, hey, you know what? I need to go mm-hmm. get counseling. Like yep. there's things that have happened in my past yeah. that I'm like, I never actually really dealt with. And yep. so mm-hmm. I need to go for myself yeah. so yeah. that I can be okay and be the best version of myself. And yeah. so um, it was just really cool, like to be able to go. And I honestly have been, been with some amazing counselors yeah. who have really been able to help me you know, grow. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. And that's so awesome to hear. Was it hard for you to start therapy or were you like open-minded based on the experiences you've had throughout your life? No, it wasn't hard for me to yeah. go to therapy. Mm-hmm. But what was hard was finding a therapist that I actually felt like I could connect with. That good fit. Yes, like that good fit. Like mm-hmm. that was really tough. Yeah. And it like I had to like figure out what do I need yeah. to feel comfortable and really have somebody that I can relate to. Yep. Every counselor I went to was super nice. Yeah. It wasn't that, but it was just kind of which do I mesh with the mm-hmm. most? And that, mm-hmm. I feel like that is the hardest piece. It is. About mm-hmm. going to a counselor. Yeah. yeah. I tell people all the time, therapist shop. Yeah. Try to, you know, look around yes. because you want to feel comfortable and you want to mm-hmm. feel like you guys mesh and have a good relationship and connection because yeah, that's sure. where the work will come from yeah. as well. Yeah. For sure. Okay, awesome. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of shared a little bit of this too. You know, when you got older, you realized that there were things that you just didn't deal with as a child. So, how did you come to learn and understand your own personal mental health? For me, I I like held stuff in as a kid. Yeah. So, like for the longest, um, I never really showed my emotions. Yeah. Like, and mm-hmm. I even still to this day yep. struggle a little bit to show my emotions. Me like, <laughs> I'm not a crier. <laughs> Literally, I, we were just talking about how like I tried to cry and I just couldn't. Like, yes. when it come out. Like, so like, I what? still have like I still have moments where it's like really hard to be yeah. able to like 
show that I'm that I'm having emotional problems or that yes. things are going on. Yeah. But um, for me, it just got to a point where I just realized that like, if I'm going to get where God has get all that God has for me and yeah. get to where I need to get to, yeah, I have to be able to get rid of stuff. Yes. I gotta let it go. Yes. But to let it go, it's not always easy, and so mm-hmm. it's just I needed help to be able to really figure out how to move forward, Yeah, how to yeah. acknowledge the stuff that happened, mm-hmm. but then how to be able to say, okay, now what? Now what do I do? Right. You know? yeah. So it's just mm-hmm. like, it was helpful to have a counselor because they were able to guide me through that process yes. and really just walk me through it. Um, and you know, it's always, it's, it's progress, not yes. like perfection, right? Yes. So I'm like, mm-hmm. it's great. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I definitely am progressing and where I am now is way better than where, where I was. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like that's like the biggest piece. Yes. (laughs) I love to hear that. I always say it is a marathon. Mm -hmm. It's not a sprint. (laughs) Yeah. So those, you know, those baby steps, those progress and Mm -hmm. those things that you're noticing are changing are different. That's awesome. And you want to celebrate those milestones. So I'm really proud of you. (laughs) So I want to talk about our topic. Our topic Mm -hmm. today is self-esteem and self-confidence. And I felt like you were the perfect person to do this topic. So I'm so glad that you're here to talk about it. So what is your definition of self-esteem and self-confidence? You know, the the low self-esteem and the the high self-esteem and high Mm self-confidence. What does that look like? What is that definition? So to me, I feel like it's just how you see yourself. Yeah. Like how do you see you? Mm -hmm. When you look in the mirror, Mm -hmm. like who are you? Can you define who you are? Yeah. The good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. Yeah. Can you define it all? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. What would you say, like, low self-esteem and self-confidence would look like in a person? I think if you see yourself as ugly or you yeah, see yourself yeah. as not good enough yep. or, like, when you just don't believe in yourself or mm-hmm. you just don't feel like you're capable of doing anything yeah. because you're not, you don't have what it takes. Right. I think when you have, like, a negative image of yourself yeah. then I feel like yep. that's when it's you have low self-esteem and yes. low confidence exactly yeah. so not believing in yourself mm-hmm. not believing that you are a beautiful human being and no matter what the physical appearance looks like but you mm-hmm. are beautiful inside and out um just not believing that and yeah. have a negative self-image of yourself yeah for sure mm-hmm. and even like speaking negatively about yourself yes that's another way that you can kind of tell like if you don't have good things to say about yourself yeah that's another way and even if you're somebody who doesn't like to try things because mm-hmm. you're scared of mm-hmm. like failing yep so like fear of failure is another yes. like big indicator of like yeah. hey maybe i should check myself and see kind of do i have something going on inside yeah. of me that i'm like thinking that i'm not going to be able to win or mm-hmm. do my best you know right so. exactly mm-hmm. yeah and i think that people don't look at it that way mm-hmm. and it's like oh that's a concern if you're talking mm-hmm. to yourself or about yourself in that manner mm-hmm. um how do you take a deeper look to see what's going on underneath yeah, that for sure. mm-hmm. okay so do you know people that struggle with like low self-esteem and low self-confidence Absolutely. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes, definitely. What do you think, you know, caused a person to kind of get there and feel that way? I think what people say about them, like, over the years. Yep. um, You know, people, even who have bad self-image, a lot of times Mm -hmm. somebody might have caught them ugly. Yeah. Or somebody might have said something about their hair or, like, their body features. Yeah. Yeah. Or even, like, maybe... They used to smell and yeah. they didn't mm-hmm. like, like hygiene. hygiene or something. Mm-hmm. And somebody said something about that and yeah. that it just was like a spiral. Yes. And they just like took that and just took 
that one comment and had it go for everything. Right. You know? mm-hmm. And so I think that's a biggie yeah. as to, yep. you know, why that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think life, when life happens to you sometimes, yes. you just decide like, oh, I guess I'm not meant to win. Right. It's, it's not, not for me. It's not for me. <laughs> yeah. And you just make that choice mm-hmm. and you just kind of give up. Yeah. Honestly, as a way to not be disappointed anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's easier to not expect it. Because mm-hmm. if it doesn't happen, then you do, doesn't hurt as much. Yeah. It doesn't sting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I feel like that's another biggie. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you so much for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think low self-esteem and low self-confidence can impact a person's overall mental health? I think it it creates walls. Yes. And so for me, I feel like when you don't, how you see yourself, if you don't see yourself as awesome or wonderful yeah. or someone deserving of love, yeah, yeah, you you put up these walls, and so it's hard for you to view yourself as beautiful. But then also yeah. your lens changes. Yeah. So like everything that someone says to you or yeah. how people look at you yeah. or how people interact with you, mm-hmm. your lens of how it works is low like yeah. you just don't think positively of yourself exactly. everything's in a sense yep. of like they don't like me yep. i'm not enough i'm yep. not good enough mm-hmm. i'm not good at this you know mm-hmm. and so even if people are saying good things about you yeah you it's easy for you to turn that around and be like yes oh they no i'm not i'm not that good yeah right. like they're no, just saying no. that they're just saying mm-hmm. that right you know what i mean and mm-hmm. so it's just like you can't even accept compliments you yeah. can't it's hard for you to really enjoy the moments yeah you know because Mm -hmm. everything that you see how Mm -hmm. you look at the world Mm -hmm. is just in this negative inferior yeah matter right exactly mm-hmm. and I hear a lot of you know a lot of things that you said I think a lot of times that happens a lot in middle school mm-hmm. and I worked in middle school and a lot of my clients had low self-esteem and low self-confidence mm-hmm. in themselves mm-hmm. and it's just the bullying that mm-hmm. takes place in those environments what people say people don't realize that your words are so powerful yes. yeah. and like that can really impact someone so mm-hmm. now they have this low self-esteem and yeah. now they're thinking about self-harming or something like that or maybe they're experiencing depression and things yeah. like that and it's a downward spiral from there and I don't think people realize how that can impact a person yeah so mm-hmm. true I mean I know for example I was in middle school I used to have like hammer toes and it's a thing <laughs> and I found out my grandma she passed but yeah. she had hammer toes too and I yeah. didn't see it till I was an adult yeah. but my toes cringe up mm-hmm. and so when I was younger in middle school people would like say something about my toes and yeah. specific, I can remember this specific guy it was actually from church though that this specific guy would always say something about my feet mm-hmm. and it bothered me to the point that I didn't want to wear sandals yep. and show my toes because yeah. I was just so ashamed of them I was like oh yeah. my feet are so ugly mm-hmm. and that was a real thing for me yeah but yeah. like eventually I got over it but it like yeah. took years mm-hmm. for me to be okay with mm-hmm. like wearing sandals that showed my toes mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. like that's crazy that one person's words yeah totally yeah. affected how I felt about myself yes. you know and mm-hmm. so you just have to be really careful yeah about how you treat people and how you talk about people so. you definitely do yeah. because you never know how that's going to impact them yeah. or what they're dealing with inside mm-hmm. and then what that will look like moving forward because of what they said yeah for mm-hmm. sure. um so I know that you're sharing some of your experiences mm-hmm. with self-esteem and self-confidence so what has that been like for you like was there a time where it was really low or was there a time where it was really high so what was you know that experience like for you growing yeah, up I mean it was a journey like, yeah 
I think for me growing up, I am dark skinned. If anybody doesn't know, yes, <laughs> I am a dark skinned and dark and lovely girl. Yes, beautiful. But I grew up with beautiful dark skinned yeah. women. So yeah. in our family, we have some light skinned women. We have yes. dark skinned women. We have all colors, mm-hmm. and so. For us, though, we always felt beautiful. I've never yeah. not I've never not once thought that I was wasn't beautiful or yeah, that you know yeah. anything like that. And my family did a great job of making sure that like we knew we were beautiful. Yes. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what I would always find out is like when I was in high school, it was like, oh yeah, you're 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 so pretty for a dark skin Man. girl, or you're like it's like, what does that mean? It, yeah, and I would hate that so much. Cause I was just like, I'm just pretty. That's but it. But like, but they're just like it was like their their way of saying like you're pretty. Not all dark skin girls are usually pretty. So right. You're pretty. Mm-hmm. You're the exception. Yeah. And I'm like, why is that an exception? Like, right. No, dark skin girls are beautiful. Oh, like, all okay. of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was a thing. And it, yeah. In, in, Color- in moving to the South for college, I went oh. to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yes. I went to Will Roberts, and so that was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Going down there, I that's when I had to come face to face with it because okay. in Chicago, it never was a thing. I did always hear, you know, that that yeah. part, but it didn't matter. Yeah. But being in Tulsa, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. now you're at the nitty gritty of where people really like that's a thing. Like, yes. they don't. It's it's not cute to be dark and mm-hmm. all that stuff, and so. Mm-hmm. That was just really different for me. And so having conversations with guys, and they were my friends, but, like, we would talk about it. And they are mm-hmm. like, oh, we like to be with white girls. Or, mm-hmm. you know, somebody. so it was yep. like, mm-hmm. and it was like, why? I'm like, oh, black girls have bad attitudes or da 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 Or, like, mm-hmm. I'm just not attracted to them. Yeah. Okay. Like, and it was just for me, I was like, no. Like, that's, yeah. it's not actually true. Correct. So I was like, we're friends. Like, mm-hmm. You deal with me like I don't have a bad attitude. Like right. I was like, but all girls can have it. It doesn't matter what culture you are. Exactly. Like you've just literally stigma of stigma this your your own people. Like yes. you literally have brought them down. Yeah. Because of like this weird viewpoint that came from I don't know back in the day. Uh-huh. People just have carried on, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I hate that. But yeah. that was like a moment of like, man, like I can't believe that like the, my color just initially means that I'm gonna be this way like I'm, yes. I'm labeled as attitude or I'm yeah. labeled as ugly or you know whatever yeah. and I'm yeah. like that's that's not okay it's like I have yeah. to work extra hard yep. because oh I made it but nobody else can that's right. crazy yeah. like I just I hated that and that yeah. was just a real moment of you know where I really dealt with like low self-esteem yep and mm-hmm. then like another moment was just you know feeling good enough I yeah. feel like you know, yeah. in like different roles, even singing, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, am I good enough to lead people in worship? Like, mm-hmm. will they love me? Will they be able to worship? And yeah. like, is it okay? And yeah. do they like me? You know, yeah. just mm-hmm. really feeling like, am I enough? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, in real life, no, mm-hmm. I'm not. Like, mm-hmm. nobody is. Right. But it's like mm-hmm. with God, He kind of helps me and pushes yes. me up, and then it, yeah. I'm enough with Him. Yeah. But like, yeah. In your own power, you're never going to be enough for mm-hmm. everything. Like, you just mm-hmm. have to put work into it, put yep. some effort into it, but mm-hmm. also bring in Jesus because yep. that's what matters, you yep. know? And so those were things that I had to learn, though, yeah. and that wasn't always easy to figure out. So. Yeah, yeah. How did you learn those things, and what helped build your self-esteem in those moments? Um, yes, God is a huge factor, yeah. so tell me about that. Yeah. Um, but what helped build your self-esteem and self-confidence? I think... Um, Self-talk is yes. a huge one, yes. just making sure I spoke positively over myself. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think also being surrounded with people who spoke yeah. positively of me too. Yeah. Like I, having people remind you that you're beautiful, having people remind you mm -hmm. that you're really good at this, you know, yeah. like yeah. this, like those type of things were really helpful. I think also for me, just like not giving up. Like yes. even when mm -hmm. I want, if I wanted to get better and I didn't feel like I had a skill that I needed, then mm -hmm. like go find somebody who can train me. Yes. So like I took vocal lessons, like yes. all these different things so that mm -hmm. I can be my best. And you're still always progressing, but yeah. like that helps to bring you to another level. Yeah. So it's like yeah. learning skills that can help improve mm -hmm. your craft. Yeah. And so yeah. that's another piece of what helped me kind of grow in my esteem. Mm -hmm. And I think um, with God, I just feel like just understanding that like, I'm nothing without him. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. In the end, Ugh. I could be the best person ever, mm -hmm. but without him, it doesn't even matter. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and so, mm -hmm. like, it's like he gives you that, like, extra sauce. Like, yes. that. like it just, I don't know, it just <laughs> makes a huge difference. It does. Of, like, when you're in your weakest moments, because mm -hmm. you're not going to always be on all the time. Nope. So in those moments when you're in your weakest, like, mm -hmm. man, it's so good to have the Holy Spirit be able to just encourage you and push you, you yes. know? And so mm -hmm. that, to me... I feel like is is the best part. Yes, one hundred percent. And you know, even I have had some like even in my profession, as I'm doing these podcast episodes and writing blogs and mm -hmm. as a therapist, like, am I enough? You yeah. know, people are listening to me, people mm -hmm. are watching me yeah. and definitely Lord guide me, guide my words, guide yeah. my tongue and just use me yeah. in whatever way you see fit. And I definitely do agree and that helps me too. Yeah. Um one hundred percent. And then learning, right? Mm -hmm. Learning from people, hearing people and surrounding yourself around those, whether they're teaching you or they're supporting you. Yeah. definitely helps build that up as well mm -hmm. okay do you think these moments when you did experience like low self-esteem or low self-confidence um impacted your mental health at all um i don't know okay i feel like in some cases yes but i think more so it really wasn't that i don't think it affected that as much i think my experiences in life really challenged my mental health more so yeah than yeah low self-esteem yeah because yeah. i think the things that I experienced in life that were really low yes. in my life, mm -hmm. it kind of changed my perspective of how things work in life. Yeah. And so I had to kind of decide that, you know, no, I believe that life can be good. Or, yes. You know, I don't have to be afraid yeah. to keep living, yeah. you know, with the mm -hmm. unknown. Mm -hmm. But that was always a scary thing because of experiences in life kind of showed me like, oh, man, you never know when something bad can happen. Right, yeah. And so that's a piece that kind of affected me in a different way. Yeah. But I don't feel like my low self-esteem that I dealt with yes. actually, like, you know, really impeded on your mental health. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. And I always say, you know, everyone's experience is different, yeah. right? While one person may struggle with some experiences with low self-esteem and, you know, low self-confidence doesn't always mean that their mental health is going to drop yeah. while another individual that may be their world. Mm -hmm. And so it can drop, um, every individual and every person is different. So yeah. thank you so much for sharing your experiences. I appreciate thank that. Thank you. Um, so what does, positive and healthy self-esteem and high self-esteem and self-confidence look like what do you think man i think positive self-esteem just looks like you're enjoying the journey yes i think you have ups you have downs yeah. i think someone who is um, aware of that mm -hmm. and able to still thrive in yes. every season yeah really shows that you yeah. know so mm -hmm. i i know 
I keep bringing the Bible in, but I think of like Joseph because at my church that I'm leading at, yeah, we were on the um a sermon series with Joseph, yeah, and we talk about how like Joseph dealt with a lot of stuff. He yeah. had a lot of lows. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, but even in his lows, he was a, he got promoted to leadership. Yeah, and then even in his highs, he was promoted to leadership. So mm-hmm. it's like no matter what season you're in, yeah. you win in that season. Yes, and I yeah. think that that shows like who he thought who he knew he was yes he was confident like, yes like mm-hmm. he knew he was a leader yeah he knew he had what it took to be able to be able to succeed in life and yeah. even when life looked really really rough mm-hmm. he acknowledged the fact that it looked rough right? yeah yeah but it didn't stop him like yeah. he was able to be like okay well I still have these skills. Yeah. I still am enough, you know, yep. so I'm going to push forward and mm-hmm. he had favor, yeah, you know, definitely. with that. And so I think for me, high self-esteem doesn't mean that you're perfect. Correct. Because nobody is, nobody. right? It doesn't mean that you get it right all the time. Yep. But what it does mean is that you're able to enjoy the process mm-hmm. and you're able to learn from your mistakes mm-hmm. and you're able to push forward. Yes. And you're like, when you do fall, you don't stay down. Down, like yeah. You get back up and, and keep, you keep going. pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's important. I definitely do agree. How do people get there if they're struggling? How do they get there? You know, I think it's a process. Yeah. One step at a time. Yeah. For us, I know we talked about self-talk. Yes. I think, like, that's a start. Yes. Start telling yourself what you want. Like, whatever you want, start speaking that over yourself. Yeah. Like, so if you want to be fit mm-hmm. and like, okay I'm, I look good like you know yeah like, yeah I'm gonna work out like yep. I am healthy I eat healthy I work out like start talking to yourself like Positive okay girl you look good mm-hmm. you look you care about yourself enough to go to that gym yes or watch that video and work out in that video like, yes I care about myself to give myself 30 minutes a day to yep. be able to work out whatever you do like start mm-hmm. small yeah but like start speaking that over yes. yourself mm-hmm. but then also like take steps yeah. Like, f- have a plan. I'm a planner, so, like, mm-hmm. if I say I want to do something, I kind of write out the steps of how to get there. Yeah. And so, like, if we just stick with the exercise thing, like, maybe you can't run. I don't like to run. So, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go outside. And, honestly, I don't even feel like going to the gym. So, yes. in real life, that might not be my thing. Mm-hmm. But what I can say is, like, okay, maybe I'll twice a week or yes. three times a week, I'll mm-hmm. watch a video and, and work that. out. Like, mm-hmm. Kira Lachey, I yes. watch her videos. I love it. She's really good. Yes. You know, like, <laughs> I love to dance, and so I'm like, this is such a great way to be able to dance and have fun, but mm-hmm. still you get a really good workout. You do. So, like, do those workout videos, or yeah. even if you need to do a 10-minute workout video. And then work up. And just work your way up, mm-hmm. but start there. Like, yeah. And if you don't do it one week, try again the next week. Like, yes. I think that's just it. Like, just take steps to better yourself. Yeah. And yeah. as you start to do that, keep staying positive, mm-hmm. keep speaking positively over yourself. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, after that, you'll start to see changes. Yeah, And then keep definitely. building from it. I think yeah. that's it. It's just a matter of speaking it, believing yes. it, and taking steps to get there. And do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Literally. I 100% agree. I mm-hmm. am an advocate of positive affirmations. If you are a client of mine, we are doing that in session. You mm-hmm. are going to go do it at home because speaking life into yourself is so important is. when yeah. you don't have that high self-esteem mm-hmm. or self-confidence and growing your identity and your sense of self is so important. So Absolutely. yes, I agree. Thank mm-hmm. you so much, Jana. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. You are sharing great nuggets of wisdom and knowledge i really do appreciate your insight on this topic so what is one last thing that you want to share with everyone regarding self-esteem and self-confidence 
Know you're worth it. Yeah. I feel like that is the biggest piece that I care about is just know that you are enough. Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. with God, you can do anything. But even if you're not a Christian, just know that, like, you have what it takes to succeed. Mm-hmm. Like, everything that's inside of you, you have something about you yeah. that is, like, your driving force that yep. can help you to be able to be the person that you were meant to be. Yeah. And yeah. It's, a, it's a progression. Like, it's yeah. not... You're not going to be there tomorrow, no. right? And yeah. just give yourself a break. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. take it a moment at a time. But, mm-hmm. it, but surround yourself with people who are going to be able to encourage you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so that would be my biggest piece. It's just remember that you are all that. Yeah, like, keep saying that. Like, you got Know this. your worth. You, know, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, you know, as we are wrapping up, I am going to mention, because, you know, Jana is an author and she's pretty awesome um but in you know her book that is called i am she talks about identity mm-hmm. and things like that and so since we're on the topic of self-esteem and self-confidence how do you think you know tell us a little bit about your book yeah. but then also how do you think that ties into self-esteem and self-confidence oh absolutely i feel like um it's the foundation yeah so my book is um a book for middle school high school girl yeah um, yeah and it's an easy read yeah. but it's a practical guide on Mm -hmm. finding your identity in Christ pretty Mm -hmm. much and just literally Mm -hmm. understanding who you are and so on each chapter I talk I do like a little excerpt and I do examples from where I was in middle school and in high school and then I we have questions that they answer and like a scripture that they read and it's really cool because it just makes you kind of take a dive yeah and learning who you are and Mm -hmm. really examining where you're at Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and even um some chapters like call like call you to actually be an agent of change and yeah. really like go out and do something to help mm-hmm. help others um and so it's a great book and yeah. i know that with that book it's it just really just talks about self-esteem like it literally yes. says like you're loved you're yes. chosen you're mm-hmm. a new creation mm-hmm. you are fearless mm-hmm. you're a masterpiece and yes. you are enough yes and so all of those chapters just really encourage you to know mm-hmm. who you are and to really just remember that like yeah you got this yeah like, you know, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's good so I just want to encourage anybody if you're dealing with anything yep. any low self-esteem or even just struggling with who you are yeah get the book mm-hmm. it, it could be a start to yes. your to your journey of self-discovery so. yes definitely like building mm-hmm. that sense of self building that self-confidence yeah. and that identity mm-hmm. it's like this is something that they can do this yes. is something that they can use to begin to build that yes absolutely go get it guys i have my copy it's pretty great (laughs) all right thank you so much for coming in and sharing your story and sharing about your journey and what you know and your experiences as well as your book and providing a resource for those who are listening do you try to educate advocate and help others become aware of mental health in your daily life yes i do i feel like um just talking to people meeting with people just encouraging them i think yeah is what I do really yes, what I do now I literally like, that is like all I do but even in teaching yeah like, yeah you have to encourage kids you have mm-hmm. to remember and teach mm-hmm. them like hey you're good you got this mm-hmm. and even being a support I think also like yeah sometimes just being there when they need help is enough yep. too mm-hmm. and so for mm-hmm. me like that's a big piece I mean mm-hmm. even writing that book is like a huge like I just want to give back yeah, yeah so that like people can know that they are okay like yeah. they got this and yep I just think that's my biggest focus. And yeah. so if I could just encourage girls to mm-hmm. remember their worth, I yeah. think that would be 
a life worth living. So. 100%. 100%. <laughs> so, yes. yes. That is your passion. And that that's is, what yes. fulfills you. And mm -hmm. you can tell those are your gifts and why you were placed on this earth to do that work. Mm -hmm. So it is so awesome to see you do that work, to see you flourish, and to impact these young girls because they need more people like you. And I'm mm -hmm. so glad that you're doing it. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. Well, that is all I have for today. Thank you so much again for coming out and sharing. You are so appreciated. And I'm going to leave you with this. There is no health without mental health. Don't forget to check out my website. That is at www www.mentalhealthmomentswithmonique.com You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. Go ahead and follow me at Mental Health Moments with Monique. I finally made it to Apple Podcasts, so please subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor so that you know when episodes drop each month. This journey has been super amazing, and I'm excited to continue to share more with you guys in the weeks to come. So grab your favorite cup of coffee, tea, or preferred beverage and get ready to listen while I educate, advocate, and help others become aware of mental health through their stories.